0: Hey, dude.
1: Hey, man. What's
0: happening? Fucking. I was gonna say nothing, but that's a goddamn lie. That's a goddamn lie. I think some uh, some air horns are in order. Hey. You had a big weekend, bro. M- more life. Many <laughs> life, bro. <laughs> you, a, how how many things are you trying to share with the people?
2: Uh, we share them all. All right. I mean, I'm. Not, I'm you not bought a, a
0: house. We'll start with the small stuff. I did. You bought a house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you're you're not implying that my house is small, even though I mean it's not big. But you, you, when you say start with the small this stuff, the, you mean
0: because there's an additional. This is the lesser of the two news stories.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, we're neighbors. Bought a house, kind of.
0: Well, I mean we, you can walk to my house; that counts. That, I can that, walk to
2: your house; that's real. Yeah, it's significantly more neighbors than we were when I had to drive 20 minutes to your house. Correct. Uh, How is it? Uh, it's. It needs a little love and a okay. little elbow grease, okay. um, but I already am, like, totally in love with the space and that the is. light and the fucking... Are you moved in yet? Nah, dude, we don't move in until next month, uh, beginning of next month, but um, okay. I'm still in remove wallpaper from the 60s mode. Ooh.
0: Uh, Ooh. Which... Air conditioning? Which, uh, yes. Okay, good. Thank God, because it was, was like, 95 you were not, degrees yeah. this weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping you were not peeling wallpaper from the 60s with no air conditioning i
2: think i just literally would have died like i would have just fallen off a ladder hit my head and been like big weekend turned into we
1: out of here yes (laughs)
2: um but no man i love it the space is dope it needs love we're just gonna do the main floor first and then we'll do the top floor later and we'll do the bottom floor later and we build the studio in the basement after that
0: i mean all right cool i'm not uh i'm not saying i'm not saying no let me know if you need anything. I'm going to that auction tomorrow. Yeah. Pick you up a whole studio worth of shit. I got paid the other day. We'll make some real dumb choices. Ooh.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. y'all we're gonna buy a whisper room so we can
2: whisper in your ear. there's one for like
0: 12 cents if you want it
2: I'm i buy you a piano the we uh we should clarify there's a local uh music school that uh, unfortunately uh, bit the dust recently and in their biting of the dust fell into bankruptcy and they're auctioning all of their music here
0: mm. yeah okay i guess by the time you guys hear this It'll probably be too late for you to fuck up these auctions for me. <laughs> I That's guess we true. could share that. Uh, all right. Well, second series of Air Horns. <laughs> yeah. Yo. You had some bigger news over the weekend. Yeah, bud. You got engaged. I'm getting getting hitched, brother. Fuck yeah. I'm getting hitched, she brother. She said yeah?
2: She said yeah. Fuck yeah. She said yeah. During, it was funny, man. Like, during the conversation... Uh, we i mean you know i, I said some nice things w- when i asked the question and and like towards the end of it she was like did i say yes already i meant yes if i didn't say yes already i think i said yes i was like you're good you said yes but you can
0: say it again she, she just hit you with the oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man well congrats dude thank you brother i appreciate it,
2: so, uh, it as a, a weekend of um uh, yeah, a, a, a bounty of blessings. Yeah, so just I'll get feel...
0: get all those big life moments out of the way in one weekend. Right,
2: I had a homie. Uh, I had you guys a homie having say, "The kid or
0: something next weekend."
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, a bunch of people were saying that you they retiring. Were like, He's gonna do it all. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the deal? I had a I had a homie say something to me uh, when he heard the news about multiple big life events at once. Who was like, uh, "Shout out to Sam." Uh, Sam was like, um. Chaos in the pursuit of good things is always okay. And I was like, that's real. Felt like that was a little piece of wisdom I took away. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a little chaotic to, <laughs> d- to live a lot, that much life in one weekend. But you know what? It's, yeah, it's in pursuit of uh, of good
0: things. Yeah. You can take your time with both those things now. That's true. <laughs> your house isn't going anywhere. Your house is going to take forever to pay off. and Your lady's not going anywhere. You marriage time. is forever.
2: Yeah. Man. Man, there's so much freedom in that, you know? In what? In that, like, in that, uh, you know, like, you got a place to stay for
0: ever or the foreseeable future without, like, renewing a lease every year. Yeah, I don't know if I would describe a like a thirty year commitment as freedom, but you do you. Well, <laughs> like, I am committed to this bank for the next three decades. I, I feel free as fuck. I mean, it's like freedom in the uh, like freedom in the way that
2: you don't have to like. I mean, I've been I've been apartment hopping. Or house hopping or rental hopping since I was, oh, Jesus. I mean, since I was 18. Yeah. Like I, you know, for 13 years, I have not lived in a location for longer than two years. Right. Which is like, there is kind of a freedom in being like, I'm just like, stay still for a second. (laughs) Just like a second.
0: I don't know going to tell me. There are definitely some cool parts. Yeah, yeah. Then you also get the, like, oh, I need a new roof. Hmm. Hmm." Less cool. (laughs) Much less cool. Oh, furnaces are expensive, huh? (laughs) Kind of important, though, I guess. Especially where we live. Right. Right. Y'all know where we live, and I know that because in the
2: Facebook group, y'all were talking about the raccoon. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. Our <laughs> friend Lydia Eliza wrote a song about it. Yeah, it's a good one yeah. too. Yeah, we should have played that. Oops. We'll put we'll put it on the we'll put it in the Facebook group as well. We're we're recording from a remote location tonight, so things are a little bit different.
2: Yeah, but we still sound fucking sexy. Shout sexy, out to River Rock Studios sexy. for
0: letting us record here even though we didn't ask and we're just doing it. And- yeah, I don't think that y'all listen to our podcast anyway. But River Rock Studios is dope. If you live in Minneapolis, they do good stuff with audio. Eric, we just gave you free promo. All right, leave us alone. Yeah, it's let good. us be here. I know, I know, I owe you money. I'll get you. Okay. I'll right. get it to you. I'll holla back. Um. Uh, well, congrats, dude. That's that's exciting stuff. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. It's
2: uh, it feels good, man. Life is good. I feel, I feel very blessed. I feel very need, blessed. If you
0: need help lifting and moving shit. Don't call me. All right.
2: I won't. (laughs) We're hiring movers. We're hiring movers, man. I'm too old for that shit to be like pizza and beer for my friends. I mean, I might ask like a couple fans. I
0: would also totally do it.
2: I know you would. I know. But, uh, but yeah, like doing that whole assemble a crew of 12 ad hoc random people who are willing to drink beer and eat pizza in exchange for carrying sofas. It's just like I did. Like I said, I did that for 14 years, you know, like not trying
0: to do that anymore either. Um, you want to talk about some shit that might or might not be weird? Yeah, buddy. Are we are we saving all of the uh, the voicemails? We got a fuckload of voicemails this week.
2: Well, I know we got to. So I took some notes on some of the the highlights. But... Hey, really quickly. Um, we haven't said this on the show in a while. It just hasn't kind of come up, but we do two episodes of this show a week and you oh, are yeah. only hearing one of them. Correct. Uh, the, uh, this is the free episode. The paid episode is at patreon.com slash what if podcast. We've got over 40 additional, uh, back episodes of the show over there,
0: All day. which
2: is a lot of fucking episodes. Um, and, uh, and we put out a new, uh, second episode on the paid episode, uh, every single week. So you can get twice the what if. If you go to patreon.com slash what if podcast, it's only five bucks a month and you get four additional episodes. Uh, so the reason I bring that up is because we played a shitload of voicemails on the paid episode last week, which includes uh, a listener who called during the episode and hit our Skype line that we decided oh, yeah. to dial back in the moment. <laughs> yeah, heads
0: up. If you guys call us, we might call you back sometimes. <laughs> you know, you it's, don't have to answer anything. We'll just leave a yeah. weird voicemail like you leave us weird voicemails. Right. Also, quick note for people who leave us voicemails. Please don't call and leave a voicemail telling us you have stories to tell us. Tell us not those stories. super helpful. Tell yeah. us those stories. Yeah, we got a couple of those this week. Of like, oh man, I got, I totally got some stories for you. You guys should hear them. Okay, bye. Because th- here's I mean, the thing. That's cool. I'm glad you have. Cool things that happen to you, but we'd like to share those moments with you. Yes, and with our listeners,
2: and or if that's what you do, we're going to call you back at an inopportune time. There's also that. Like it might be one in the morning your time, and we're going to be like, "You said
0: you had stories. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? You are live on the show." Um, I do want to play two emails real or two emails, two voicemails real quick. I bet. Um, the first one is very short. Okay, let's do uh, it. Hopefully, this doesn't blow up your ears. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> Hey. Uh, that was the yeah. whole voicemail 612 246 two, 4614 so you can leave us Some shit like that uh,
2: I, I like that last time I made it very clear I was like hey we want to be able To shout you out so definitely leave
0: your first name And where you're from And my motherfuckers just calling in going
1: Holy shit hey. Holy shit uh, that's
0: pretty good. It's pretty good. That that gentleman did call back. His name is Hayden. Oh, that's tight. What I uh, mean. He, he called back and said we should do an episode about the Zodiac Killer. Ooh. Um, I'm not really into doing the whole serial killer thing. It I just know. The true crime murder out.
2: shit is, is always a bummer. We yeah. talked about this before that it's like if, if the punchline to the story is a bunch of people died, we're probably not super into that story like sometimes there are people dying in our stories i mean people die all the time it happens yeah but for the most part we try to tell stories where it's like
0: that is not the ultimate conclusion of the story is like and then they're dead goodbye have a good week yeah it's just uh it doesn't make me feel good about how i spend my time yeah all right uh one other one i I need you gotta go to bed after this you guys (laughs) just saying we research for this shit. I'm not trying to research a bunch of murderers <laughs> all a goddamn the time. Like it's, it's more than just the hour that we talk to each other. And yeah. then I'm going to be sad right. and not be funny. <laughs> and I'm going to be like sitting in my house reading about ser- serial killers, which is just like not something I want to do.
2: So anyway, this has been what if, what if you're dead, fuck off, bye, <laughs> see you next week. What
0: if you got stabbed in the face a bunch of times? Yep, they did. It, it would suck. All right, see you next week. <laughs> uh, help me figure out what in the fuck is going on with this voicemail, please. Okay,
1: deal. Hey Ryan, hey Spencer, big Hi. fan of the podcast, Thanks. what's up, we're on a first name basis, my name's Alex. We, uh We are now. So I live in D.C., Uh I live in Foggy Bottom around George Washington, Uh some Foggy girl had, had a epiphonic episode go. here, and oh. some other white girl like latched on to that and pretended to be possessed by demons and like stirred up this fear, and like they're like um, Santeria potions sprayed all over the walls made by some King. Islanders Whoa. and there's like people putting salt out in the hallways and salt stuff. Hallways. And I saw this girl pretending to get possessed and I was a real convincing thing. And I was real convinced that she wasn't pretending at the time. But since then, uh, she said some shit that made me think that perhaps she's been pretending to be possessed by demons her whole life. And she's like next level narcissistic and just like that level of attention. For example, she says she was a medium. Uh, so that's a little, off. that's a little out there too. Uh, yeah, this shit is crazy, man. I got a bag full of holy herbs and all kinds of incense and fucking salt and sage and shit at my house. And the dorms out of control. Uh, if y'all wanna interview her, fucking reach out to me. I'ma email y'all. Bye.
2: Was that that was Alex? Yeah. Alex, you sound like you lived you lived a <laughs> lot of life recently too, but in very different ways than I have, my
0: all, G. All I took away from that was that he said he has a bag full of holy herbs. I did hear the holy herbs part and so And I need to know more about what holy herbs are, I guess.
2: I mean what's uh what's the one that you burn in the corners of a room? Basil. It's not basil. <laughs> Sage? Burn basil sounds like it would smell real gross. Uh, sage? yeah sage yeah, yeah yeah you burn sage and, sage and herb yeah Isn't what, it? what makes, or is it just a plant i don't know what what's makes... the difference between an herb and a plant adam is that <laughs> oh yeah we have a friend who is a biologist <laughs> yes adam is yelling at his car speakers right now adam why is the herb
0: a herb is it just is it just that we cook with it, it i think the herbs are plants that taste good which <laughs> is just because we cook with them Fuck. That might, no, that might actually be true though. (laughs) You guys, the look on Spencer's face (laughs) as he was finishing that sentence was like so personally disappointed. What was going through my head, I was like, wait, but a cucumber is not an herb. All right, I'm committed. I'm saying it. Plants that we eat. I mean, I realize that's like, you know, fruits and vegetables too. And that was a stupid thing to say, but we're stupid guys. But. Herbs refer
2: to the leafy green or flowering parts of a plant, fresh or dried, while spices are usually dried and produced from the other parts of the plant. Mm. Leaves. Tasty leaves. Yeah? Is that what we're going with? In botany, the word herb is also used as a synonym for herbaceous plant.
0: Okay. Tasty plant leaves. That's what I'm going. That's what I took away from this. Or
2: you're a herb if you're a fucking corny-ass motherfucker, and then we flame you. Herb.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Tell him. Herb versus plant versus herb. So, yeah, I I don't know what Alex was really saying there, but it sounded like a
2: lot. It sounded like a lot. It sounded like we could potentially interview a person who's possessed by demons, which, I'm going to tell you what, Alex, I don't know a whole lot about all that noise. And I don't know how demons travel, but it <laughs> potentially through my cell phone line is—if that is at all a possibility. No, thank you. Uh, appreciate the offer. Not trying to get haunted through the phone. Not trying to get haunted through the phone. I, my life just shout took, out, Soldier Boy. I just, <laughs> possess me through the phone. I'll see you later on. That's um, what I was going for. Thank you. That's a, that's not a Soldier Boy song though, right? Who Kiss me it? through the phone. I Isn't don't know. that Sammy? I think it was Who Sammy. Who the fuck is Sammy? I know, right?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never um, I've never heard of a singer named Sammy. Man, Hagar? If I'm,
2: if I'm right about this, I'm gonna be proud. Sammy, Sammy Hagar? Oh, it features Sammy. It is a Soldier Boy song. Ooh. Wow! I knew the feature Ooh. on a Soldier Boy song. Just Sammy. Ouch! S a m m i e. Sammy. Man, never heard of that person. Um, look, Alex. What I really want you to do <laughs> is consider partying in other places and take a lot of care because uh, Santeria potion sprayed on walls and salt lines and houses sounds very interesting, but also Mm-mm. sounds like a little bit, a uh, little bit dangerous. Um, and I want you to.
0: Um, I want you to be safe Face
2: your fears son
0: Be safe out there <laughs> Alright Um, You want to talk about cities made of gold I ain't got no Santeria Fuck yeah I do Dude podcast is cancelled We made it we had a good run We had like a year and a half run and then Without me doing one sublime, sublime reference Boy Have we had this out on the podcast before Headass boy <laughs> Hat about ass. how Sublime is literally the worst band of all time. Headass,
2: hater, ass boy. No. It
0: is it is documented fact that there has never been a worse band than Sublime. I'd rather listen to Sammy's entire catalog front to back on a daily basis than ever hear a Sublime song. If y'all,
2: it, look, Spencer's opinions do not represent the opinions of the podcast as a whole, all right? Fuck no. Um, so we think we're doing a new series
0: yeah and maybe we will
2: see how it goes we'll see how it goes we want to know what you guys think about what if com or send us a uh, send us a a, a a voicemail if we're being um,
0: realistic we'll probably forget about it in a week or two but we'll see
2: no I think because because I started doing some other uh some other little mini digging into the other possibilities for the series I'm excited about okay. it hey um we uh we're doing our first episode on uh, on a lost city hell Hell yes. Hell yes. Uh, and we're thinking about doing a a more expansive series on Lost Cities, but we're gonna start with the legend of El Dorado. Uh-oh. And the fact that we've pulled a bunch of fat bastard get in my bellies and we didn't pull any I Love Goals. Yeah.
0: Is a
2: mistake that we're gonna take we're gonna take full credit for.
0: I had that thought today. And then I let that thought go. <laughs>
2: eyebrow and i and, and when you let that thought go it came to me through okay. the universe and i brought it here today to all of you
0: <laughs> well here we are
2: um so to talk about el dorado as a concept we have to do a little bit of a rewind and we have to go back to history
0: class a little bit Ooh, but not in a okay. bad way in a good no, way we're just usually bad at, at- things that involve actual facts yes
2: but i'm gonna but i'm gonna give us a um i'm gonna give us a real rough primer and those of you out there who i think is most of you who are smarter than me are gonna yell at your phone or your car a little bit uh when you hear it but here's what i know what you know about
0: the age of discovery um is is that when the spanish were paying people to go like fuck with natives and take their stuff
2: pretty much pretty
0: much pretty much much it um we 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 kind of like
2: we uh we loosely refer to the age of discovery as like the 15th or the 18th century where europe was uh, that's a lot of time so it's a few hundred years also that's a really kind way of phrasing that the age of discovery Mm -hmm. well it's the thing about it is like the Age of Discovery refers to a lot of, like, the globalization of the world, which included things that weren't as damaging as other elements of the Age of Discovery. Okay. So, so yes, like, some parts of it were super bad, which we're going to talk about today. Cool. Um, but some of it were more like opening trade routes in, you know, other countries and things sure. like that, uh, which is why maybe there's a slightly kinder banner name for the for the era that this this time exists in fair enough but one of the elements that you are talking about right now is is the concept of the conquistadors
0: yeah they were some dickheads
2: dickheads um you're a piece of shit you're a piece of shit so we we man we like we talk about history sometimes and i'm always learning as we as we research these things And obviously, you know, we learn a version of Christopher Columbus in school that we learn differently later on in life. Uh, Felt the same way about the Conquistadors. Like, everyone's like, they're explorers traveling the high seas. And then you learn later in life that the Conquistadors were just literally trained, like, warriors?
0: And, like... Yeah, and or just, like, anybody who could convince somebody to give them a boat. Right. And go, like kill some people for gold right so yes their so, name made them sound a lot cooler than they really were
2: for sure and i think they thought of themselves as like they were the barons of a new world they were they were exploring and conquering and they it's were like new to you right exactly
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. that's
2: a, that's always my favorite thing is like columbus discovered america i was like he didn't discover anything there were literally people standing on that land when he came ashore a bunch of them they they, I think, <laughs> I think if rights uh, if rights apply, they mm-hmm. discovered it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so these conquerors, if you will, were there was like this this sort of informal agreement often formed with Spanish nobles and royalty, where they basically go, the, the the conquistadors go to the nobles and they say, hey, I'm trying to go check some shit out, and they go, cool, what do you need? And they go, well, I need like men and guns and a boat. And all that shit, and they go, well, "What do I, what do I get if you give me all that?" And they go, "Well, anything that we find that's tight, we'll give you some percentage of." Right. And they go, "Cool." So it's like, um, I was trying to find a good metaphor for it when I was like, when I was thinking about this earlier, and I,
0: like, I, go ahead. I was gonna say it'd be like if somebody bankrolled you in a poker game. Yes, that's real. If you lose, you lose. I don't take anything. If you win, I'm taking thirty percent. Yeah, word. And I'm putting up your bankroll for the game.
2: I was also thinking like. Uh, like, it would be like if you were a taxi cab driver, but, like, somebody bought your car for you, and then you owed them some percentage of all of your taxi cab rides going forward.
0: Yeah. I think I like the poker analogy better, though, because there's a chance in conquistador mm. Yep. Nailed it. Con- conquistering, conquist mm. okay. Okay. Going mm. and fucking shit up in South America for profit. Yeah! Um... <laughs> That's the one <laughs> that you're going to lose all your stuff and or die. In which right. case there's you're taking 30% of nothing.
2: And in your taxi
0: cab analogy I guess it's possible but there's a much lower chance that you're going to lose that taxi cab and or yeah. die in in yes. the process of driving people around.
2: Yes, you're you're implying that the gamble is much more intense.
0: Yes. Yes, I agree. Yes. It was a pretty high risk proposition for the financial backers and for whoever was uh Doing the conquistador <laughs> <laughs> Conquist- ring. Um
2: Yeah, man. So so throughout like much of the uh the late fourteen hundreds and the early fifteen hundreds, uh conquistador ring becomes fucking shit up for profit. Fucking shit up that. for profit.
0: Yeah, they I mean they were fucking like land pirates basically. Yeah, not just land though. It was like land and sea. Well, I meant like, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess you're right. I thought you meant in in, in the sense of like they were taking people's land, but it was more of like oh no no no. I mean land pirates
2: are. as in like they did what, they did the concept of piracy, but on land right. and on sea. Right, right. right. Um, so basically, the Spanish Empire starts landing all over the uh, the eastern side of South America. And this was what like 1500s. Yeah, early 1500s. Okay. Well, late 1400s, early 1500s. Okay. And um, we could talk about all of the specific conquistadors and all those things. There's not really a huge reason to. I mean, we'll we'll get into maybe some of the specific explorations later on. But, like, for the most part, we're just talking, like, groups, boats of all kinds of different sizes and shapes coming from all different nobles in Spain are going to f- see what they can see, which includes trying to find spices
0: Slaves, gold, precious metals. Can you imagine having to sail around the world to get some paprika? Some paprika? I swear uh, I haven't been drinking this. Cinnamon? Yeah. Was apparently a huge one because South you, America had a bunch of cinnamon. You got you to get somebody to give you a boat if you want to put some damn cinnamon in your pancakes. We're eating curry tonight, y'all. <laughs> She came back from a seven-month tour. Like, I'll just use salt. I don't care. Yeah. That's wild to me. Obviously, like, okay, gold and, you know, other more valuable things. But the the value that was placed on spices at one point in history is crazy. You got to eat porridge out of a bucket
2: going across the Atlantic Ocean. Right. The payoff just seems so low.
0: Yeah. A lot of people died like thousands.
2: We yeah, like well, as we we're going to get to, but like possibly like tens
0: of thousands and people killed each other for paprika. Big time. Should have picked an easier thing to say than paprika. Paprika. Smoked paprika. Smoked paprika. Got to work in my diction.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was it got serious over spices. In that a bad sucks. way. It does suck. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, I think like it started with spices, but it became gold right and and one of the really interesting things about um about south america was uh south america at the time again we're still like in the early 1500s south america was just lousy with gold it was everywhere they had it coming out of their ears and
0: is there a reason for that i mean obviously like deposits of minerals around them are- earth are like somewhat random but were they better at that point in time at like mining it or as
2: far as i'm aware it wasn't being like super proactively mined in the way that we think about mining today like they weren't like going into mountains or whatever there just happened to naturally be more gold that was more easily accessible correct like in the way that california's gold rush was a lot of like water panning yeah. The Amazonian river What's, system.
0: There's a word for that, for surface gold mining, whatever. doesn't matter.
2: I believe you. I don't know they what it is. They weren't digging mines is what you're saying. At, not as far part. as I was able yeah. to figure out. I, and, like, you know, they, they weren't using explosives at the time. Like, it wasn't like they were pickaxing their ways into things. I think it was mostly that they were sifting, finding. In some of the stories that we're going to get to, um, legend has it that there were um, – Nuggets of gold the size of like small stones that were being found in, in the rivers in that area that were just it was just gold just or gold deposits that had come down from erosion and such. erosion and all that stuff crazy um, and the Incas loved it but in an interesting way because they didn't actually have a monetary value for it so in Incan right. culture there's no actual like commerce from gold it's not like they didn't have coinage that was gold coins that they exchanged for things it was way more decorative it was way more appreciated as like a religious thing like the Incan people in South America at the time had a huge um, obsession with like their sun god Yeah, which was the sun reflects off of the gold it looks pretty it, it makes them you know, sort of, it's their way of sort of appreciating and worshiping that, that sparkly delightful metal. So they dress their people in it and they dress their, you know, their temples in it and they create effigies out of it. And they, in some of the, some of the stories I read, they were saying that some of the Incan temples at the time, they were like recreating garden scenes, like actual like flowers and ears of corn and like blades of grass. Out of
0: gold? Out of hammered gold. (laughs) Like they were, I mean, I guess if it's not rare where you are, like there's no inherent value to it. Yeah,
2: you just stockpile it until you can make something out of it, hammer it down or smelt it or somewhat, whatever. Yeah,
0: somewhat malleable, right? Um,
2: like making small animal effigies out of just gold. Why not? Why not? It's everywhere. Why not? And again, you're not looking at it as like this is my, I'm, I'm just. Taking money and putting it into a chicken that we're going to sit on a shelf, you're just going like,
0: "Wait, what? <laughs> you're putting money into chickens?" No, like, no, no like I'm a saying, piggy bank? I'm saying when you when you chicken? collect
2: the gold, you're not thinking of that gold as money.
0: Oh, so you're not thinking right. like it I'm melting have a monetary down monetary value to you? Yeah, you're I not see, thinking about you're
2: melting down money and you're and you're turning it into a, a, a body the, of a chicken and then
0: sitting it on a shelf. I'm with an altar. you now. Just the phrase "putting money into a chicken" got me <laughs> way off track. Should we? That be Com. Let's see if we can create We're gonna make a chicken bank? A gold chicken bank? Yo, I would put coins into a chicken bank. It's like a rubber chicken coin purse. Oh my god, that's too good of an idea. But it's like gold flaked or something? perfect. Just gold spray paint
2: rubber chicken (laughs) coin purse. Cut a slit into it coin purse. Yuck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little rope on it. I'm going to carry it over my shoulder like a real purse. It's <laughs> a backpack. I'm a, I'm a pretty man. <laughs> Chicken backpack.
0: Um, All right. So there's just gold everywhere, and greedy-ass Europeans wanted it? Well,
2: the, and the, I think the interesting or important counterbalance is that, like, the Spanish had a monetary value for it. And so when they saw this plethora of gold not being used in exchange for currency, they just saw this rabid— Awful opportunity to be like, oh that's that's ours now because we have guns and shit and we want it. So
0: how not guns, swords. Right. Uh gold is like inherently rare on Earth, right? I mean that's the 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 underlying principle of why it's valuable. Yes. Scarcity.
2: Well, yes. I would say economics lessons from a dude with an art degree. We're doing
0: I like that we're doing history, economics, a little bit of science here. You guys want a you guys want an economics lesson from a professional musician? <laughs> Welcome to the
1: wonderful <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but I'm just wondering like uh, f- at what point in the history of humanity did gold become established as like currency? You know what I mean? Like how far yeah. back does that go?
2: Um, that's a good question. I mean the Egyptians had
0: coinage, right? Or I think some so. version of coinage. The Egyptians liked like them some gold. So I feel like I mean I don't know what their economy was like. But... I don't either, or how far back that goes. All right. mm. I got to learn to not ask those questions that I know neither of us know the answers to. No, but
2: but it's, but it is like, it is a, I think it's a valid speculation. And I think to your point, the idea is some societies caught on and started on that sooner than
0: others. Yeah. Probably based on how rare it was where they were. Right.
2: Which created some of these, uh, like massive disparities in appreciation for,
0: or types of appreciation for this precious. Right. If I can just walk down the river and grab a handful, it's not going to be very valuable to me. Nope. If I have to dig giant holes into the earth and people have to die to pull it out of the earth, it's probably more valuable.
2: And I know that back home, if I take that golden chicken and I make it into a thousand little fucking discs.
0: This chicken will turn into a house if I bring it back to Spain. Literally,
2: exactly. (laughs) Like, not in those words, but that is the thought. This golden chicken will get me
0: laid. Yes.
2: (laughs) So many times. You have any idea how much beer I'm going to drink with this golden chicken? Holy shit,
0: bud. All right. So. So there was a city made out of it? Well, (laughs) maybe. Or people thought there was at least? So people sure thought there was. Mostly
2: because uh, some people said there was. Okay. So. Basically, you, you start with a plethora of gold all around that the conquistadors are seeing, right? They're like, where is all this gold coming from? There's tons of it. It's everywhere. It's coated in everything we see when we go over here. Then you have a story about uh, this, this ceremony that happened at uh, Lake Guadavita, which is there's a... Um, every time Lake Guadavita gets a new ruler uh, at, at the city located there, um, they basically use gold dust to like the wrestler, uh, no, but yes, <laughs> yes, he's they, really old. They make a raft out of uh, reeds and they uh, basically coat the new leader in gold dust, put a bunch of golden like effigies and trinkets and all that stuff on the raft, shove this guy out onto the lake. He goes out there, dumps all the gold into the lake, comes back ashore, and he's assessed as the new leader of uh, of the tribe in that area now. So this ceremony is a, is a ceremony of the Muisca people, um, who unfortunately were also conquered by the Spanish conquistadors. But the ceremony of of there being such a plethora of gold that if people are actually coating their leaders in it and throwing effigies made of gold into a lake continues to further this narrative of like, okay, the gold is everywhere. There's so much gold that there are people that have so much of it they're throwing it into the bottom of the lake because they give no shits about how much gold they have and then you add on top of that uh explorers who are talking about seeing everything that they're seeing to the extent that a gentleman named Juan Martinez on his deathbed says no i've seen a city i've seen it it's called well it's not called el dorado at the
0: time it's called manoa which is like man of gold didn't uh, didn't el dorado mean like the, the gilded one or something? Wasn't it in reference to this this king guy? The golden one or uh, el hombre dorado,
2: which mm. is the golden man. Um, okay. Those adjectives and descriptors are
0: all references to that individual. But at some point that flipped to being a city instead of a dude?
2: Yeah, you, you, you take these like... Um, you take these experiences of some people seeing a plethora of gold and like and they're pillaging right like the conquistadors are pillaging all across the the country they're shipping back literally boats full of gold um there's stories of uh fucking again dicks uh francisco pizarro big dick comes comes over how would uh, you know <laughs> no no was that is, in this st- <laughs> <has>, is, that- <laughs> is not has is not has is not has is a big dick. Uh, c- comes to South America, basically takes um, takes one of the uh, Incan. Uh, I have it here. What's his name? Shit.
0: Did you know that Gold Dust is Dusty Rhodes' kid? I just learned that. Yeah, wait. I did know that actually. That's, <laughs> that's where he got his. Uh, that's where he got his name from, right? What, what I'm not seeing the connection. Dusty Rhodes dust and Gold. gold. Mm. Write the word dust. <laughs> God damn it, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, I was like, wait, am I making this? No, up? no, I'm just real dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You guys, I'm the one with the beer in my hand, and Spencer's not. I promise. Rob, help help us out. I know you know more about wrestling than us. True. Um. Anyway, l- long story short, is this uh, the story where they kidnapped the? The guy for ransom.
2: Yes. Okay. Pizarro kidnaps one of the Incan leaders, holds him for ransom, and says, "I want rooms full of gold and silver in return for his safe, uh, his his safe return to his people." They bring him a shitload of it, and he still like isn't super happy. So kills the leader anyway and ships all the gold back to Spain. Cool. So over time, you create this mythos. Mythos. Yeah, mythos is a word, right? Mi- Migos. Migos. It's pronounced Migos. Offset and Cuevo, are and the other s- guy steering takeoff takeoff mm. are steering a boat across yes. the Atlantic. That's gotta yeah, be that, a music video. That's a Spanish
0: name, right?
2: Which migas?
0: <laughs> they're Spanish, right? Deal. Yeah, I think M- so. Migas, migas is a food. Uh, isn't it short for amigos? There's three of them. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that just clicked for you. It's got to be, that's got to be it, right? I always assumed that was the bit. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my
2: God, dude. My head is exploding right now. Is this like not exploding in the way that that's transcendent, exploding in the way that, like, how did I never fucking figure that out?
0: I guess I could be wrong, but I just always assumed that was what was going on with their name. I, I have to, I have to find out. <laughs> this well, is important. I need you to to say your Google search terms aloud, please. I literally just searched the wiki for Migos. Oh, well, that's less exciting. And it doesn't say. I don't know. Try another Google Google query. Are the Migos Spanish <laughs> friends? <laughs> Are they conquistadors? Did they love gold? (laughs) Hmm. After the three, I'm trying, are the Migos named after the three amigos? It being the shortened version of amigos meaning friend in Spanish. Mm -hmm. There we go. Migos is another
2: term for an abandoned house used as a trap house for selling drugs. That's a new one to me. Okay, internet, slow your roll. I don't.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't believe you. Anyway, skirt back. Oh right, so they kidnapped dude, got a bun- extorted a bunch of gold out of his out of his people, and then right. killed him anyway, and shipped it back to Spain. Is that yes. where we left off? Correct. So you've got Dicks.
2: so you've got gold everywhere for the conquistadors. You've got this ceremony that the story of which is making the rounds of this man covered in gold. And then it evolves into there being a mythical place where all of this gold is coming from, a singular location that this, this leader is, uh, takes rule over um, that is sort of dispersing this gold into the world, the, the broader sort of Incan empire. And then you get Juan Martinez, who was uh, on a conquistador um, I don't know what what you call it. Voyage. Crew voyage, yeah, with uh, D- Diego de Ordaz. Okay. Um, who on his deathbed claims to have visited Manoa, which is just a synonym for El-, El Dorado, says that basically he got lost while trying to escape his crew one day, gets taken in by this group of uh, of natives. They blindfold him, walk him 15 days into the woods. Jeez and for 7 months says that he lives in the mythical city of Manoa which is basically this gold golden city so you you take all of those
0: stories together and you create this entity called el dorado and this is just like supposedly out in the amazon somewhere hidden because jungle because jungle um, I actually I didn't get that either because I was like, come on,
2: like you could you could figure it out. But like the way that they describe the rainforest conditions, it also, I mean, it's what makes the Amazon hard to live in now. But you're talking every species of animal and insect and snake and gators, all and the things that can kill you, and piranhas, the pir- piranhas and fucking viruses and a lack of potable water and hundred degree temperatures and humidity and oppressive rains and high altitude and low altitude and um you know, crevices and rock cracks and all kinds of like just unforgivable landscape to traverse. It makes sense that people would go, well, what's beyond all of that? Yeah. What is, what, are, what are,
0: what are we missing? Well, one thing that I realized today that made me think like, well, maybe, maybe there's something to this. Machu Picchu was not discovered until, uh, 1911. Okay. <laughs> so yep. until about a hundred years ago, we didn't know Machu Picchu existed and it was built in the 15th century by okay. the Inca. So it sat there for hundreds of years without anyone knowing about it. I, um, around the same time that all of this would have been happening.
2: Right. And in a difficult to get to and sort of unforgiving terrain place. Right. And also it, it reminds me of one of the paid episodes on the Patreon we did like last fall. We talked about a National Geographic article that came out about, um, an area in Central America in Mexico where they, they were doing infrared Um, Uh, testing of an area and found that there was like an archaeological site that was they originally thought was like four square miles and it turned out to be like 48 square miles or something like that and it like blew everyone's mind but because the jungle had overgrown for so many years people didn't understand how expansive it was
0: there's the, uh, the Percy Fawcett story that we've covered on I don't remember if it was a free or paid episode the, the Lost City of Z, that whole thing? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might have been the same. Uh... It was two separate stories, but... But that might have been the same episode that we were talking about. Oh, yeah, maybe, things. maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are there are many myths and legends around people trying to find things out in the Amazon for all of these reasons. It's gigantic. It's extremely hard to navigate. Yep. Um, there are tons of things that... Can kill you around every corner. Absolutely. Well, and and the other
2: thing that's interesting about it. So, you know, we have this story about the the guy, uh, the guy doing the ceremony in the lake. A lot of the a lot of the legends around El Dorado suspected that at the top of the is it Orinoco, yeah, the Orinoco River and the Amazon River, which well wasn't really like known to be the Amazon River at the time. Did Enya
0: write a song about
2: that? Did I just say the name of an Enya song? I think you may have. <laughs> well, that, would be so, that would be so much better. I'm sticking with it if
0: I did. Orinoco Flow, isn't that that Enya song? What did I say? Orin... Wait, is that the name? Yeah, I... it is Orinoco. Oh, shit. So maybe Enya wrote a Enya song wrote about- Enya wrote a song about the, the Golden River? Uh, maybe. That's amazing. It's about, it's about sailing on something.
1: You can-
0: Careful, bro. We can only play about uh, you know <laughs> You're probably a, right. A Go listen to that. Enya. Do you know that Enya has never played a live show? I'm blowing your mind with music trivia today. I
2: literally, I literally <laughs> almost just yelled back at you. I don't believe you. <laughs> She's never gone on tour? I don't think
0: so. That sounds like a lie, but I believe you. Uh, if you believe it, I believe you. She doesn't even have a tour section
2: on her website. Well. Yeah, but Enya's one of those people who could go pop off and play a show
0: and. Let's see. Uh, There's a 2015 BBC article. (laughs) Called Enya doesn't give a shit about you. (laughs) (laughs) Enya says, fuck your opinions. Um. Enya is one of the most successful folk singers of all time, selling more than seventy-five million records worldwide. Yet she has never played a solo concert.
2: Boom. Jesus, solo concert. But that that but that means that she's probably played like festivals and shit, right?
0: No, I don't think so. Yeah, she's never done a tour. I mean, maybe she's played. It says never done a solo concert. Hmm. So maybe that excludes like award shows and stuff, or something oh, like sure, that. I,
2: like one-off performances at award shows and shit. I don't know.
0: That's pretty That's crazy. Crazy. But she definitely anyway.
2: wrote a song about this river because it's mm-hmm. Orinoco,
0: Mm-hmm. and it flows. That's what rivers do. And I've it heard.
2: flows. Real talk. But um. But yeah. So so there was rumor that the Orinoco River and the Amazon River had a headwater. It had a start. And that the possibility was that all of this gold was coming from this big lake and running down those rivers, which was providing all of the gold along the rivers and providing all the gold to the the civilizations that were being discovered by the conquistadors. So the thought was El Dorado sits on the banks of some lake at the top of the Amazon and Orinoco rivers somewhere in northeastern, well, what we now know as Brazil, but northeastern south america
0: if you say anything important in the last like 30 seconds i'm sorry i've been reading the lyrics to orinoco flow does it is the word gold in it no but i mean she references a bunch of specific locations in south america
2: is anya giving us
0: directions (laughs) to el dorado i think that's what's happening Oh, (laughs) oh my god dude um we might need to look into this more off air and then go on a little treasure hunt you guys, keep it to yourselves. Um, also, to any Patreon listeners, thank you. None of you said anything after last week about that secret. Yeah. That nobody we told said you shit. About. So keep up the good work. Keep up the secrets. We can probably do some more of that.
2: Yeah you don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) That's okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah yeah. man so what a babe.
2: And what a what a what a doll. Um so so this supposed lake at the top of these rivers in northeastern South America starts showing up on maps. Because people are so convinced that this is a real thing that is feeding the gold, that is traveling into...
0: Dude, old maps were bullshit, though.
2: I know, but isn't it phenomenal that no one had ever actually physically been to this lake other than the one guy who said he had been there on his deathbed? And they were like, fuck it, put it on the map! Like, it's real.
0: They believed it to be real People enough to, to actually put it on a map. Map, maker, map makers used to just make shit up, though, because who's going to check them if it's a place like that? Yeah, right. You don't have a satellite. Fuck it, with me. I'm used grown to, now. The, the source of the the Nile used to be some mountain range that doesn't exist. Because they're like water must go down. There's so got to be a mountain be over a mountain there, up there, there. somewhere. Fuck it. We're not going to go check. Yeah. Airplanes don't exist. It's probably a mountain. You don't have a camera. Yeah. I I did my best. Fuck yeah. off.
2: It's a hypothesis. Gravity. Gravity. A hypothesis. You're not actually
0: going there anyway. Who cares? Uh, Right. Exactly.
2: So for the next two to three hundred years. It's a long time. Yep. uh, Spain and Europe send, well, hundreds, close to thousands of their own people in the same time period, um, capturing, kidnapping, enslaving native people and taking them with them.
0: Yep, I know. Like there's Not the a, cool there's, part of this story at all. There's a certain level of fuckery. And then there's just like the unnecessary levels of fuckery.
2: I mean, the fuckery to me is so next level based on the fact that everything about this story leading to these... Uh, explorations really was conjecture but it somehow became such a such a like hard part of what they perceived as knowledge this is not at yeah. the time it was not a mythical or legendary thing it had a place on a map and it was like if you fight hard enough upriver of the Amazon for long enough you will get to a city that is essentially made and
0: bathed in gold. Also, you'll just die long before you get there.
2: Which is exactly what happened. Bro, there were some of these... Like, you can read about... there, There are many of them that happened, and some of them are better documented than others, depending on what time period they happened in. There are thousands of people who died over, like, not very long periods of time. There was one expedition. I can't remember who drove it. Um... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, uh, this is... Okay, so... um, Gonzalo Pizarro, Mm -hmm. who is the younger half-brother of the dude I referred to as a dick Mm -hmm. uh, earlier on, he and a group uh, in 1540 took 340 soldiers and 4,000 captured natives upriver in their hunt... For El Dorado. 4,000? Correct. How? To be honest, I don't entirely know. How many goddamn
0: boats is that to put 4,000 people on them?
2: I don't know how much boating they were doing versus how much they were literally just traveling along the river north.
0: Holy shit. That seems real dumb.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In Dummer, when they lost basically half of the natives they brought with them, and close to half of the soldiers within like the first six weeks of their expedition, lost as in they died. Died. Okay, because they couldn't feed everybody, and they didn't have enough water for everybody. Yeah, no
0: fuck, how do you feed four thousand people in the middle of the jungle?
2: Exactly, completely.
0: Yikes.
2: So convinced they would get to this city of gold, they just kept pushing and pushing
0: and pushing. So we we got like a few minutes left here. Yeah. Anybody ever find anything? Or just a bunch of people die along a river? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> um a bunch of people did
2: die along a river. That that much is certain. Um there was a couple of uh a couple of expeditions that kind of almost set out to do the, uh, the opposite, which is to basically to prove that there was not a
0: city on a lake, uh, up there. Didn't, wasn't that lake found though? So, and like drained partially at one point, I read something about that. Yeah.
2: The Guata, um, the lake Guata-Vita. Where, it, where
0: they pushed gold dust out into the middle of it and threw statues at them.
2: Yes. So Lake Guata was found, uh, in 19, 19- 37 yes um and uh they sent well there were conquistadors that were sent to that location who (laughs) this is one of my favorite things i learned uh tried to in order to get to they didn't have scuba diving gear they didn't have sure any but they knew that there had been They had some like 20,000 leagues under the sea shit they used a
0: bucket line what is a bucket line?
2: As in, like a fireman bucket line. You know how they, you pass buckets to put a fire out. They did it the opposite way. To so where? To just throw it into the throw it into the jungle. To drain a lake. Correct. No wonder people were dying. They These worked, guys are idiots. They worked for three months to reduce the
0: level of the lake Dude, by three meters. If. If under some circumstances I ended up passing a bucket to a guy next to me for 3 months in order to drain a lake for any purpose also this how how do you convince people to do that for months at a time I would just I, I would rather just I, walk off into the jungle and see what happens before I would stand in one location passing a bucket for 3 months that's real I would go find a jaguar and ask her to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I am yours. I would just go lay down in front of the biggest animal
2: I could find. Yep. Real talk. Or just fall face first into that lake and don't sure. let anybody pick you up. I don't need scuba gear.
0: Put that bucket over my head. and hey, give uh, me a little bit of air. Go-
2: gold's really, really dense. Can you just grab a handful of that and bash me over the head <laughs> with it really quickly? I'm not trying to be here anymore. See how much I can hold on to and jump in the lake. But yeah, Guadavita was found, which is which was the location where this uh, this ceremony that was rumored actually did happen, and uh, and gold was recovered. They recovered gold during the first mission, which was to reduce it three meters. Realized their fucking stupid bucket method wasn't really working, so there was another uh, another. I
0: think if anything is ever referred to as a bucket method, it's probably not going to work. Probably just dumb. a guess. Isn't the word bucket just a stupid word? It's one of the dumbest words we have. Like
2: anything like, I mean, I love the word, but I mean, it just, it implies stupidity when you call something a bucket.
0: It's just about as simple as you can get. We are. Mm -hmm. Simpleton.
2: Yes. Bucket ass. (laughs) Bucket ass, head ass boy. (laughs) All right. Um, One more thing was found before we go dun 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 In 19... 19- <laughs> Why did you sing the Mario Brothers music? I don't know. Okay. It seemed like the right thing to do. Go with it. E3. I don't know. In <laughs> 1977, uh, there was a a set of Brazilian, Brazilian, Brazilian geologists who uh, were doing exploration in the Amazonian forests and found that in the northeastern areas of South America... There was actually a, uh, they call it a horizontal line, which sounds stupid, but it is a horizontal line. I saw some of the pictures and uh, some of the videos taken of it, but it's, um, it's a cut in and they can see that actually through erosion, uh, there was a uniform level of erosion that happened at about 390 feet above sea level at that location all around the elevation in the surrounding area. Okay. So that told geologists that, in fact, at some time in the recent history of that area, there was water that was up to that point. Hmm. In fact, what they found was that the lake that was probably in that space was close to 31,000 square miles wide. a lot of buckets. A lot of buckets. That's the size of Lake Superior. Damn. And they believe that about 700 years ago, so we're talking at this point. 1318. Thank you. Yep. 1318 that it started to drain. Uh, That basically like over time rocks shift and move and water recedes and comes back. And that yeah. would have Geology potentially, stuff, you know? yeah, that would have potentially drained a gigantic lake. But the idea being, it is possible that through erosion in a lake, massive gold deposits had sort of built up and through tectonic movement as the lake drains and drains down through the rivers, gold makes its way down those rivers and the stories generationally passed on of a giant lake existing kind of in that general area might not have been as much of a completely made up or hypothesized thing.
0: Yeah, I feel like legends and myths like that are usually rooted in something.
2: Right, exactly. And then the idea becomes, was there a people who lived on that lake at that time? Probably. So, probably, I mean probably the, the you know the Incan water, people were there for years, right? Many years. Water helps keep people alive, exactly, I've heard. and especially if it's a lake of that size. So it's interesting. Like I don't know. I, I found that part very interesting to this story. That when the geologists found that, it's like. It's not just through a handful of stories, a bunch of fucking crazy warrior conquistadors made up a completely bullshit story and then killed a bunch of people in in the pursuit of it. It was one of those like there was a granule of truth to it through the historical progression of time
0: like that just, caused this like, yeah, go ahead. There's just like just enough evidence for it to be intriguing
2: yeah rooted in something where it's like oh man that story was real they were just they were hunting probably a lake lake parime by the way is the name of the the lake that was or the hypothetical name of this lake that was at the at the root of these rivers um they were just probably 200 years too late to find the lake that subsisted the people that harvested the gold from that area in
0: that time. Crazy.
2: Eldorado, man. We out of here. We out of here, y'all. Thanks, everybody, so much. Uh, it's the What If Podcast. You can uh, you can send us an email at hi at whatifpodcast.com. A lot of you do, uh, and we appreciate it. We have a handful of y'all to get back to. If you want to leave us a voicemail and have us potentially call you back at an awkward time and tell you a goofy story or ask you goofy questions, uh, 612-246-4614 is the number to do that. If, uh, if you want to, uh, know what it's like to get a phone call from us at the what if podcast, <laughs> hop over to patreon.com slash what if podcast and get twice a what if every week. And in this most recent week's episode, you can find out what it's like when we call a listener live on the show and they answer their phone. Uh, cause that was super fun. So, uh, thank y'all for listening. And, uh, we as always, we'll see you next week. Love you, bye.